What's up, tribe? You are listening to the Get Spark podcast, and my mission here is to help ladies just like you find that spark so you can live a happier and healthier life for yourself and your family. This podcast is for you if you are looking to transform your body, your lifestyle, and your mindset while becoming an inspiration and an example for others around you. I'm your host, Diana Benitez. I'm a certified woman's weight loss specialist and personal trainer. You can expect a little of everything here from fitness, mindset, and just life overall. I'm so excited to share value with you so you can get started on your fitness goals today. Now let's get into today's episode. Going on, ladies. Welcome to another episode of the Get Spark Podcast. It is your host, Diana Benitez, coming at you with another juicy, value-packed episode. Today, we are going to get technical. All right, we're going to get technical on some reasons on why your weight loss progress might have stalled, why you stop seeing progress overall on the scale, maybe the number on the scale, which is not everything, but it is a factor, or maybe just your overall progress on how you feel and how you look and your clothes and stuff like that like you just feel like you hit a progress stall all right so we're going to unlock weight loss for you and understanding why progress stalls in the first place and some of the reasons there's lots of them but I'm just going to give you my top favorite ones all right now for those who don't know I am a certified woman's weight loss specialist all right along with that I'm also a personal trainer so I have been doing this for a while now myself my own personal journey but not only that I've worked with hundreds and now actually thousands of ladies all right so there's a common thing that I see is I usually hear I'm in a plateau and I'm in a plateau and it's very easy to say that or feel like you're in a plateau but in reality there's a couple of things that might be happening or you know little things that you might not even be aware of maybe you're not even doing it on purposes and that's okay I'm here to help you and guide you along the way all right so let's dig in so remember before we begin let's dig in before digging in all right remember that losing weight can be challenging it is challenging changing your lifestyle is challenging changing your habits things that we grew up you know believe in habits that were taught to us it's hard to change it okay so losing weight overall can be challenging and sometimes it might feel like your effort and everything that you're doing and the daily choices that you're making are not giving you the results that you want it's not giving you the results that you are expecting however before you become disheartened before you're like oh what's the point then why am I even doing this what's the whole idea of this all of this stuff I I want you to understand that it's important to recognize that weight loss is a complex process influenced by various factors. There's not one thing that says this is why you're not losing weight. Sometimes it's like 10 different things. Sometimes, you know, things as in our mindset. So there's various factors to why we might feel that way. Okay. So on this quick episode, I'm going to dive deep into some common reasons why you might not be losing weight um, and provide you with actionable steps, guys. I'm going to provide you with actionable steps and insights to help you overcome these obstacles. And I just hope that this opens your eyes a little bit and helps you, right? You're like, oh, that might be the thing. So when you hear this, if you have like a light bulb moment, I want you to implement, all right? Because information without implementation means nothing, meaning it doesn't matter if you know what to do if you don't do it there's really no point okay so let's get to it and also guys just before again one more time before we jump into it if this 
episode is valuable to you if you find it helpful please send me a message please let me know that you're listening this honestly means the world to me i've talked about this before this podcast is a little bit of a passion project for me and this is where i am a little bit more open and more of myself right i can dive deeper into certain topics and go in depth about how to help you guys and also you know connect all right this is another type of community that i have this is another platform where I can actually feel like I'm able to explain to you guys and educate you a little bit more on the topic of changing your lifestyle. Yes, weight loss is my thing. That's my specialty, but it's just a lifestyle thing overall. All right. And if you are not subscribed to my free email list, make sure that you are um, subscribed. All right, because I literally send valuable things on the weekly basis. I actually sent an ebook about this very topic. So now I'm just kind of like diving deeper because it's one thing to read it and it's another thing to hear it and to be explained. All right, so now let's get into it. Okay, so number one, I need you to understand that the myth of one size fits all, what that is. Okay, so every individual's body is unique. And I want you to think of the word everybody, everybody, split it up, every body. Literally, your body is unique and what works for one person might not work for another. All right. Yes, the concept of certain things is pretty much the same, but the approach, right, is different. All right. The idea that one single approach guarantees weight loss success for everybody is a misconception. It's like eating 1500 calories, you're going to lose weight. Eating 1200 calories, you're going to lose weight. Like it's just not like that for everybody. And there's a lot of things that go into play with that. And it's important for you to find a strategy that suits your body, your type, your metabolism, your lifestyle, and who you are as a person as well. And guys, this is why I take a very, um, how do I say, like a personalized approach into my program, right? Because I know from experience and also, you know, working with ladies that not one size fits all, no matter how long you've been doing this, right? So having that guidance and somebody to help you figure that out makes literally all of the difference. All right. So let's break this down and I'm going to give you some examples, right? So yes, the concept is the same, but the approach might be a little bit different and the concept on certain things, like let's say weight loss slash fat loss, right? Let's say we have a 150 pound um, lady who wants to tone up, build muscle, but also lose a little bit of fat, right? She already works out four to five times per week. She already eats healthy and she's just missing a key component. You know, maybe she's just missing the macros, etc. right? That's one example. Then we have this other person, let's call her Mary. She needs to lose a 250 pounds. I'm sorry, she's 250 pounds, almost at the 300 pound range. She is a mom of three kids. She doesn't work out. She was never taught how to eat healthy. She doesn't really have an idea of nutrition. Now, both of these cases, they both want to lose weight. They both want to lose fat. Whether you're 150 pounds or 180 pounds or 250 pounds, if you want to lose fat, the concept of being in a calorie deficit is the same. All right. Now the concept is the same, but the approach is going to be a lot different. The person who wants to, you know, who's 150 pounds, who already works out and so on, her approach might be, not might, will be a lot different, right? Let's start with nutrition. Maybe this person, let's call her Maria. So we got Maria and Mary, right? (laughs) Maria, who's 150 pounds. She has been, you know, just eating healthy, but 
she has no idea about macros. So for her, her starting point would be to have her, you know, start eating enough calories, enough protein, but also have her in a calorie deficit. She already works out, remember, but now, but before she was doing like random workouts and she was just, you know, doing booty workouts from Instagram and swipe workouts from her favorite influencer, etc. So her approach to help her gain, gain lean muscle to tone up and lose fat, again, the overall goal is to lose fat, right? Is to have her in a structured workout plan and having her macros, making sure she's eating enough protein, calories, fat, fiber, and all that good stuff, right? That would be the approach for this person. However, for Maria, that's Maria, right? However, for Mary, who's 250 pounds, who has three kids, who doesn't work out, who probably has knee and back pain all the time and has never been in a diet or, you know, has only done crash dieting, her approach for her to be successful in her fitness journey and see results over time is going to be 100% different. For Mary, we are going to focus on just having her more active by going out on 30-minute walks, right? Instead of throwing macros at her, we are going to have her just have a three complete meals a day and including a veggie or a side salad in her lunch and her dinner, right? We're going to have her slowly just be a little bit more active and hold her accountable by having her check in with me, right? Same idea, same goal. They both want to lose fat. They both want to lose weight because if you lose fat, you're going to lose weight on the scale, right? But the approach is different. So yes, the concept of being in a calorie deficit is basically the same, but the approach to make each person successful and reach their goal is completely different. So remember that not one size fits all. What I have to do to lose fat and tone up is going to be different than what you have to do to lose fat and tone up because of the different metabolism, body type, starting points of your journey and lifestyle. All right. So don't get discouraged. And maybe you are just doing something right now that is too much or maybe not enough. You're doing too little. And that's one of the reasons why you're not seeing results anymore and why your weight loss has stalled or your progress has stalled overall. All right. So remember that it's important to take each case by case and it's not one size fits all. And again, throwing it out there, guys, this is why having a coach and having that guidance and having somebody lead you in the right direction, it is key. Otherwise, you're going to keep making the same mistakes. You're going to want to keep doing what everybody else is doing. It's just not feasible for you. It's not going to be, you're not going to be successful in it. All right, cool. That's number one. Number two is underestimating calorie intake, how much you are eating. All right, shoot it to you straight. Weight loss fundamentally boils down to calories consumed versus calories burned, meaning how much you're eating and how much calories you're burning throughout the day, how active you are throughout the day. That's all that means, how much you're eating, right? Often, we underestimate the number of calories we actually consume, whether it's through portion sizes, snacking, hitting ingredients in packaged foods, maybe eating too much processed foods, liquid calories, all of those things. But I need you to know that you are not gaining weight because you are not eating. Okay, I hear this all the time as well. And again, you just not might be aware of what you're doing or why you're not seeing results, but you're not gaining 20 pounds in 16 weeks because you just don't eat, right? And I'm gonna put this picture in your mind that one of my mentors taught me or how to like explain it, right? And it has stuck to me for years, all right? So we have this idea that like, oh, my metabolism's broken, I'm, I barely eat and I'm gaining weight or I just don't know why I'm not losing weight if I'm barely eating. 
dating. All right. So I want you to picture third world countries or countries like Africa, you know, places where they are people really starving. Kids, you know, are skin and bones, barely any, you know, fat on them. And they're literally starving. Do you think that they are the way they are because they are overeating? No, right? So it's the same concept with you, right? You feel that you are gaining weight because you're not eating, right? These kids are not gaining weight because they're not eating. They are starving because they're not eating. They are starving because they're barely, you know, surviving some of the times, right? Because they're not eating. So it's the same concept with you. You're not gaining weight because you're not eating. So what's happening here, and I'm going to dive deeper into this in another episode, what's happening here is that you're just not being aware of what you're eating. You're not being aware of how much you're eating. You think that because you're eating twice a day, what you're eating, it's a little bit or it's not too much or only you only eat a little bit of it. In reality, what you're probably eating, it's probably a lot more calories than you think. I'm going to give you guys an example. I had a client who was, her daily routine was an iced coffee from Dunks, medium with caramel sauce swirl, extra cream, extra sugar, and a bagel with cream cheese. And sometimes she would get, you know, an egg sandwich from Dunks, right? And then that was her first meal of the day. And then she wouldn't eat again until like probably 4 p.m. and then snack at night. When she told me this, her, mind you, when we first had a conversation, her idea was, I'm, I don't know why I'm stuck. I'm barely eating. Mind you, she just ate once in the morning around 8. And then her next meal was until like 4, which was usually takeout. Or maybe she would cook at home most of the time but it would be you know like something quick or like unhealthy right or at least not calorie friendly and then at night this to have cereal candy you know things like that or she would say like nuts and things like that right so in her mind it doesn't seem like a lot of food but in reality her breakfast alone was probably 700 calories just her breakfast just her breakfast alone was 700 calories guys just to put you in perspective a bagel from you can buy it at the store or most bagels they're anywhere between 350 to even 400 calories just the bagel we're not even counting the cream cheese in there so just the bagel with cream cheese alone that you're having in for breakfast that you think it's not a lot and that quote-unquote you're not eating that alone is probably 400 450 calories that alone doesn't even counting the coffee that you get with extra caramel extra cream extra sugar that alone is probably another 200 to 300 maybe 400 calories that alone guys 7 to 800 calories calories just on that meal, right? So you're not gaining weight because you're not eating. You're gaining weight because you're overeating on calories. It's just how it boils down. And again, sometimes we overestimate, underestimate the number of calories that we're consuming and what you're eating overall. Because sometimes we have like this selective memory of like, you know, the times that you had your kids snacks, you know what I mean? So all those things add up. So tracking your calories accurately and being mindful of what you eat can help you better manage your calorie intake, okay? So that's mistake number two, not even mistake or something for you to be aware of. All right. You're probably underestimating how much you really are eating. So a way to fix this or a way to, you know, actionable step is to start tracking your calories. Guys, is it going to take you an extra five minutes? Absolutely. Probably 10. But will you also use this five to 10 minutes, probably scrolling through TikTok, through Facebook, through Instagram, texting, right? So take those extra 10 minutes, pre-plan your food diary, see how much you're 
eating or how much you're planning to eat or just track as you go just to get an idea and you will be surprised how much you really are eating and drinking all right and this guys this is another episode for a different day but the weekends alcohol all those things matter all right so take control of your calories have the data in front of you because data doesn't lie okay cool next is the importance of nutrient balance and what this means is that although yes calories matter and you know if you're in a calorie deficit you're gonna lose weight slash fat however you don't want to solely focus just on calorie count all right when you're focusing solely on calorie count you might neglect the quality of the nutrients you're consuming a balanced diet that includes a variety of whole foods provides essential vitamins minerals fiber and contributes right to an overall health and weight management so in other words eat more natural foods whole foods and when i say whole foods i don't mean you have to go to whole foods i don't mean you have to get organic expensive everything i just mean more natural food think mother earth that's what whole foods are we're talking about veggies we're talking about fruit we're talking about like chicken ground turkey eggs shrimp beef those are from mother earth all right that is natural those are things that are protein um you need fruits and veggies i don't need to tell you you are an adult i know you know that you need fruits and veggies in your diet all right because although yes you can technically fit ice cream into your calories that ice cream is not going to be the same as chicken and rice you're not gonna feel as full right so when you're eating a lot of processed foods it's not as, as satiating um you're not gonna feel full your cravings might come might come and go um but when you're eating whole foods you're less likely to have cravings all right cool and a rule of thumb for that guys and i don't like to say rule i like to just say guideline just think of like 80 20 80 of your day right just whole foods 80 percent of it and that one thing maybe one snack a day could be something you know that you really like maybe that is some chocolate maybe that is a donut something along those lines right being mindful with the calories like on point number two but of course you can definitely have those things so 80 percent of your day or even like 80 percent of the week on average have some good food um but the majority i'm even gonna say 90 percent 90 percent of it needs to be whole foods guys fruits and veggies protein and all that stuff cool let's move on to the next thing for you to watch out and this one's gonna be hard because a lot of the times this is just life right but it's really not we have to control it all right stress and sleep all right so chronic stress and inadequate sleep guys can disrupt hormones okay hormones that regulate appetite and your metabolism high stress levels can lead to emotional eating i'm gonna say that again high stress levels can lead to emotional eating all right poor sleep affects your energy and also drives your cravings through the roof all right so implementing a stress reduction techniques um prioritizing sleep can positively impact your weight loss journey or it might be something that you have been neglecting or not even paying attention to for the past couple of weeks and that's why you're probably finding yourself eating peanut butter out of the jar at like 10 p.m right so it's so important for you to pay attention to it now of course i'm just gonna be exceptions if you're a mama who's breastfeeding and you're up at 3 a.m. or if you're up every two hours I get you like you're the exception but for everybody else who can have a good nighttime routine right it's probably all about just maybe take stop looking at your phone at the end of the night right putting your phone away turning the tv off reading a book instead drinking a caffeine 
tea or something that's gonna calm you down taking some melatonin girl go for it all right just finding ways to improve your your stress and your quality of sleep and i'm gonna give you guys my personal example i actually just went through this for like the past two weeks i had insomnia i talked about this on my story on instagram um i had insomnia i couldn't sleep and it was affecting me like my cravings were through the roof guys my eyes were puffy my energy levels were not the same even one of my clients noticed she was like are you okay and i'm like no i'm not sleeping i was like literally getting like three to four hours of sleep and when i was quote unquote sleep my mind was racing 100 miles per hour so i wasn't really sleeping i was laying there but my mind was super busy so i wasn't even getting quality sleep right my stress levels were high because of the lack of sleep and it was just miserable so what i personally did if you're wondering like what can i do to reduce my stress guys number one exercise is gonna be number one right eating right it's gonna be number two but other than that other than that um what i personally did and you might not be okay with it or not cool with it is i started to take melatonin until my sleep was back on track i would take it at 8 p.m so by 9 p.m i was already getting sleepy and then i will wake up again until like 5 45 or 6 a.m so that got me what like nine hours of sleep eight to nine hours of sleep and the quality of my sleep got better and i did that um i think for like five four days until i was able to go back to sleep without melatonin and go to sleep early wake up early and feel good and energized and as you can see me here or hear me here my energy levels are back they're better my cravings are not so crazy my food is getting tighter because of my prep but i'm not even feeling like super crazy with hunger like i did like two and a half weeks ago okay so figure out what's stressing you out is there a solution to this are you maybe overthinking it can you chill maybe a little bit pull back is there a way for you to like not stress or manage that stress maybe journaling maybe taking having a self-care day going to the spa drop your kids off at your mom's or tell your husband to you know it's his day today and it's your day to go get your nails done your hair done a massage or even just go for a walk by yourself go to target walk around you don't even need to buy anything and just put some music and just focus on you maybe that's what you need all right so find ways to de-stress um and focus on getting quality sleep again i am going to say give the exception to mamas who are breastfeeding or maybe your kids are sick and you have to wake up in the middle of the night that's just inevitable right like there's nothing you can do about that you have to get it done however i would say just try your best ask for help from your partner or somebody who can help you or even just you know try to sneak in some naps in between the day do what you can all right now the next one a lot of you guys already know but i needs to be said everybody you hear it all the time and i know you know this but you're probably just not being consistent enough consistency is key guys when it comes down to weight loss all right period i know this you know this everybody knows this temporary changes might yield short-term results but lasting transformation requires sustainable habits all right and if you cannot be consistent with the habits that you're doing now or what you're supposed to be doing you're just gonna struggle for the rest of your life and it's gonna be a constant yo-yo dieting all right building healthy routines and making gradual adjustments to your lifestyle can lead to more sustainable weight loss okay so this means a couple of things if probably you're starting too much too fast that's not gonna give you consistency because 
chances are you won't be able to stick to something for too long until you find yourself feeling frustrated until you find yourself feeling like oh my god i can't do this too much this is too much i'm tired of eating this damn chicken and broccoli and i'm hungry and i miss carbs and i miss you know all my ice cream or whatever the case may be and so you do this for like two three weeks lose a couple pounds but then you find yourself getting frustrated and just going back to your old habit on week four so that is a lack of consistency that yo-yo dieting is not going to help you get like weight loss for the rest of your life okay another thing that you probably lacking consistency is probably over the weekends and this is a common thing that i myself even struggled for a very freaking long time all right so lack of consistency guys have that hard honest conversation with yourself like what are you doing in seven days in a week what are you doing in these seven days are you doing what you're supposed to every single day or only when you feel like it out of the seven days if you can confidently say you are consistent four days out of the seven you're only operating about half of the time 40% of the time, 40, 50% of the time, right? And what's going to happen? You're just doing enough to maintain, but you're not doing enough to actually keep seeing results, okay? So am I saying be consistent for six days and then fuck off the seventh? No, but it all comes down to averages, all right? So you have to confidently say, I am being consistent. And consistency means on the weekends, on special occasions, when you don't feel like it, like consistency. I'm not talking about perfection, don't get me wrong, but consistency. All right. So if you're slacking off every single weekend, as soon as it hits Friday, you're ordering out because quote unquote, I deserve it. That's what I used to tell myself. And you start to like take your foot off the gas pedal. You start going out to eat or to drink a little bit too much. All of these things add up. So think about it. Seven days. It starts Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Out of seven days, you're only consistent four. Like we are just maintaining results. It probably will get you some at the beginning, but it's not going to help you keep getting more results. You have to keep pushing your boundaries you have to keep adjusting to things and being consistent all right so consistency is key and i'm not even gonna go too deep into this because i know this and you know this okay cool and um lastly we have unrealistic expectations this is the last one and this is a good one guys all right i'm gonna give you some pointers okay so setting overly ambitious weight loss goals can lead to disappointment and frustration am i saying don't dream big am i saying your goals are impossible possible absolutely not anything that you want to do you can achieve but setting those goals where it's overwhelming you're setting yourself up for failure all right it's important to celebrate non-scale victories don't get me wrong it's not just about the weight loss but um it's very important for you to understand that you have to set yourself up for success and again this is going to tie back what i'm about to tell you is going to tie back to why having a coach or having somebody guide you along your journey especially if you have a big journey ahead of you is important so i'm going to give you an example for one of my most successful clients her name is sandra and i talk to her about her all the time all right so sandra started with me almost at 290 pounds 290 pounds and her goal was to get out of the 200s right now we're talking about 80 90 pounds that she has to lose do you think as a coach i was like okay let's get ready we're gonna lose 90 pounds absolutely not because i know this and because i've been doing this for a long time we set her up with her first 15 pounds as her first goal i didn't say 50 i didn't say 40 i didn't say 20 i said we're gonna focus on your first 15 pounds all right boom my girl on top of her shit like beautiful amazing clients who's just is super coachable all right she got it done and i think 12 weeks she lost her first 15 pounds i think even 10 sandra if you're listening please correct me 10 to 12 pounds um 10 to 12 um weeks she lost her first 15 pounds 
Awesome. First target acquired. First short-term goal acquired. Done. Killed it. Now, when she lost her first 15 pounds, this is what I did for her. I set her up with a goal for her next 10 pounds. Okay, not 20, not even 15. And here's the reason why. Because at the beginning, the first 12 to 16 weeks of your journey, if if you have a significant amount of weight to lose, you're going to lose it a lot faster. It's going to be a lot more consistent. It's going to be more expected, right? After that, weight loss my stall. All right, doesn't mean that you're not working hard. Doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong if you're not, right? But that's just how the body is for most people. Not everybody. Remember, not one size thing not one size fits all, it's going to stall. It's going to slow down. So because I know this, I didn't want to set her up for failure. So I said, so I gave her a more attainable goal because I knew that the second round of her program was going to feel and be a lot harder than the first. All right. Because when you first start, you're in momentum, you're in, you're like, damn, let's do this. I'm ready. And yes, you get a lot more motivated because the first round, the first couple of months, it is a little bit better, right? The second time around. And this is when people think it gets easier, but sometimes it gets a little harder because you have to push more. Mind you, for the first 12 to 16 weeks of your journey and you did amazing, your body got used to that. Now that's your new normal. Before you weren't doing any of those things. You weren't being a calorie deficit. You weren't tracking. You weren't exercising. So it was easy for your body to adapt. It was easy for your body to lose the weight because it was so new but now four months later three months later that's you've created a new routine you created a new normal so now it's not going to be as easy or it was never easy but it's not going to be as how do I say smooth as the first but it's not going to be the same put it like that okay so because I know this and I've been doing this for a while and I wanted to set her up for success I just gave her a 10 pound weight loss goals and I gave her 16 weeks to achieve 10 pounds all right the reason why I decreased the goal and I increase the time is because again I know what was gonna happen right and guess what she fucking did it she did it so that setting a realistic attainable goal made her feel successful because she got it done versus me telling her you need to lose another 15 in another 12 weeks because that's what she did the first time right but Again, I know that wasn't going to be the same or if it did, cool, because, you know, everybody's different. We can't expect to be, you know, 100% right all the time, but we have a better understanding. And now next thing you know, she's 25 pounds down. Next thing you know, she's halfway through her freaking goal. And we didn't even think about just oh, I got to lose 50 pounds. Oh, I got to lose 80 pounds. Like, no, we just took it one step at a time. Sandra is now at 226, 227. And in the middle, since we've been working together, she even had a baby and maintained her lifestyle sense. Of course, she gained some weight back. She had a freaking baby, but she's back in the program and she's back to 227 from 290 guys this is a journey all right so she's only 27 pounds away and we are taking things a little bit more stricter now she's in a different level than when she was with me week one when we first met but she's making progress so setting you're probably setting unrealistic expectations from yourself and you're saying like i'm gonna lose 20 pounds in four weeks week one passes by and you lost two and then you feel disappointed and then you're like fuck this is not working and then you find ways to self-sabotage all right so set realistic expectations i'm not saying don't dream big or don't set goals that are you know that are big you're supposed to dream big i want you to dream big but um again i don't want you to do it in a way where you're setting yourself up for failure set yourself up for 
for success. Think of the bigger picture. Don't focus on the staircase and focus on each step ahead of you. All right, guys. And that is it. I know this was a little bit of a longer episode, but I wanted to dive deep into that. Okay. So all in all, guys, weight loss is a journey that requires patience, self-awareness. And a lot of the times I'm very into a holistic approach, you know, but I also obviously work with science, right? Like I'm not going to make you do something that's not proven, right? So understanding the various factors that can influence your progress and making informed choices, you can overcome obstacles, unlock the path to success in, in your weight loss journey or your journey overall, okay? Remember that each person's journey is unique and focusing on an overall well-being is just as important as achieving your desired weight. So in other words, it's not just about the number on the scale. It's also about how you feel about yourself, how you think about yourself, and it's about the full transformation both in and also out because let's face it we all want physical results whether we want to say it out loud or not but we all want to look good we all want to you know rock that maybe tight dress that you bought on Shein and you haven't put it on because you're shy right but yeah I know you want to rock it I know you want to feel good there's nothing wrong with saying that I want you to feel good you should want to feel good and look good nothing wrong with that okay cool ladies if you find this helpful if this was valuable to you please please don't forget to send me a dm or even just screenshot it and share it on your story let me know your biggest takeaway this means the world to me again i like to dive deeper into these um because it's super super valuable and it might just change your life and it might just change your perspective and it might just help you take that step forward into your fitness journey and that's all we want all right have an amazing day and i'll catch you guys on the next one bye Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got value and that this inspired you in some way to take action. If it did, make sure you subscribe to this podcast for more. If you are ready to take charge of your life and get started, send me a DM on Instagram with the word spark and I'll send you all the details on how we can help you transform in and out.